0: for enjoying my mom's show God's gift through his word I hope you guys have a lovely day and I hope you guys stay tuning into my mom's show
1: good morning good morning everyone so you're tuned in to God's gift through his word with of course Tanika Drake and I'm pretty sure you might be hearing some background noise But I wanted to come and pop in because I do have a message. I'm just going to have to do it a little later because, you know, the schedule is fluctuating up and down. So I wanted to make sure that I got on here and said, I haven't forgotten you guys. So I hope you guys are going to have an amazing morning. Um, Make sure that if you haven't tuned into yesterday's episode for the podcast that I did, um, I hope that you will tune in. It was about of course suicide and um, there's a lot of that going on so definitely in a very powerful and encouraging and really uplifting podcast as well as very informative so I wanted to really touch on that And I want to thank Miss Althea for calling in and talking about suicide within the police community uh, where she's at, because there are a lot of suicides with um, officers as well. So that is huge. The officers, veterans, and just regular people. So suicide is a very important topic to talk about, not shy away from. So um, I will be uh, sharing a little bit more and start ramping up for the domestic violence that's going to be coming to talk about for the entire month of October which I will be leading into uh, sometime at the end of this month so I'm excited Uh, of course we still have the SoCal podcast explosion coming up and I know I've been talking about it and talking about it but I will soon have all the details for you guys and October 23rd is still yet the date so I do have uh, October 26th, the Purple Event, which I will be at in uh, Winnetka, California. So that event is set. And then of course, uh, for November 2nd, which will be coming up as the uh, book signing, which I am so hoping that I get a lot of chance to meet you all because that would be phenomenal to meet some of you. So if you're able to and you have an opportunity to come out i would really appreciate to meet y'all because that would be amazing so as i am watching the road i'm paying attention because i have two hands on the wheel and free driving so um, i just wanted to make sure that you guys know it's really really important that you guys do your best to share some of these informations and share some of these other podcasters and I think one of these Saturdays I'm just going to devote my time to sharing some of the podcasters uh, that I know and share some of their share some some of their uh, titles their shows and what they do and like I said before Not everybody's show is for for everyone, so you know everything is for different people. So I definitely want to do that. And I will be talking more and more about the November 2nd book signing. So please, please, if you have anyone you know that's going to be in the California area, uh, specifically Torrance or the South Bay area, and they can make it out to the Torrance del Amo Fashion Square Mall area to the Barnes & Noble, please, please tell them to come out and be supportive. And if they can purchase a book from that specific store, that would be amazing because that would show that there is a lot of want for that book and some people have already purchased a book but in a different state or anything like that so please do help me out and share that information and let someone know I don't know if you can order it online and just order it specifically from the Barnes & Noble in Torrance or they just give it to you from any Barnes & Noble I'm not really sure but I know you can order it here and if you're in California you could go pick it up so you order it and then you go and pick it up so that would be great too because I think they're gonna order some books and have some on hand that you could purchase as well so if you want to wait for that day as well that's also an option so I definitely want to you know be there and meet you all and have a little bit of a discussion so please please tell a lot of people so that this could be a really good turnout if you have anyone in church that would like to come out and just hear I definitely want to share because you know sometimes we don't get the chance to share and talk about some of these hard things within within the church and so I just want to use this opportunity for the book signing for you to come out and listen and talk and if you have questions I'll be more than happy to answer as best as I possibly can to be informative and helpful so with that I'm gonna get out of here and I I'm just very, very grateful to all of you who listened and tune in. Thank you so much. And I'm still a little bit congested, so pardon me, but I thank you guys so much for really being so supportive. It's so like amazing. You know, just like whoa. It's very it's very amazing that you guys are always tuning in. I was I just get so excited. So thank you. Thank you very much. So I'm going to get out of here. I just want to thank you guys again so much for you guys' time. And I will be telling you guys more on the updates for uh, Barnes & Noble and the um, book signing. That's going to be coming up. Finally, you know, so I've been working on that for a while. I know you guys have been hearing about it from the very beginning of the year. Like, when is she going to do it? And I'm finally getting it done, you know. Closer to the end of the year, so <laughs> I have been working on it, but it is finally here, so I'm grateful. So at least I could get this done, and then I don't know. I'll probably be working on another book soon, but for now, I'm just going to go with the one and just just take my time and enjoy that. So I'm getting out of here, and before I leave, I want to just do a, a brief prayer. I don't have a scripture with me today. Um, as I'm driving, but I want to do a brief prayer with you guys. So, dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, thank you for another amazing day. Lord, as I go about my day, Lord God, be with me in all aspects and areas of where I'm going, Lord God, and let me lean on and trust in you for everything. Lord, I I also want to pray for Karen um, of the church of Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church, Lord God, I lift her up to you. Lord God, you know her situation. You know the details of it. And Lord God, I just want to uh, share her, Lord God. And I also pray for uh, Sister Frida, Lord God, that whatever is going on with her, also her own particular situation, Lord God, that you would be with them. Lord, we can't do anything aside from you, apart from you. And Lord, I just... And lifting them up, Lord God, we have so many challenges and obstacles and things that we hold on to, Lord, and we need to let some things go. So, Lord, I praying, Lord God, that you would intervene and give them the wisdom to make correct decisions and make wise decisions for themselves and their families moving forward. Lord, I pray for Pastor Jay and his congregation of Walk Truth Christian Fellowship Church, Lord God, that you would be with them, bless them in a mighty way. And Lord, I pray that Faith Fest would be a beautiful and amazing success. And Lord God, I thank you for it in the name of your son, Jesus. And last but not least, Lord, before I forget, I also want to pay for all of the anchor podcasters lord god that are out here sharing an encouraging and powerful uh word lord god that you would be with them bless and keep them in the name of your son jesus i pray amen all right well you guys have a great great day thank you so much for being here and listening and i will talk to you guys later god bless Good morning, good morning everyone, this is Tanika Drake and you're tuned into God's gift through his word. Now you hear a lot of background echoing noise because I'm at an appointment early, so you know one of the good things about Anchor is it makes it very um, easy to record a podcast anywhere you're at, traveling or just as you need to, so I'm very excited about that all right so um this morning is going to be a very short one and i'll probably do um a longer message uh tomorrow to make up for this one but good morning everyone i hope that you guys have been having a great day and start to your morning thus far so i did want to take some time to be able to still talk to you guys so um, on today i'm just going to probably share some encouraging scriptures um, I don't have a message specifically tailored that I have on my way right now because of course since I had to kind of get up early and uh, every time I do that I get really early but sometimes I get overwhelmed with other things that I'm trying to prepare it's just like you're preparing like three or four different things at the same time. So when I do that sometimes it doesn't leave me uh, enough time to prepare um, a message but with that I hope you guys were able to go back on yesterday and tune into the podcast that was about suicide It's that was very important and I want to thank Miss Althea Richardson from Wolf Inspiration for stopping by and commenting on suicide that is facing um, law enforcement um, in Texas and probably around different parts of um, the United States and i i get so much information and it's really good so as soon as i get some time i gotta work on sharing some more things with you guys of different types of services um, that you can know about and right now i'm at childnet and that is an organization that helps with um, trauma and behaviors um, with uh, children and families. So hopefully um, I can um, really get a chance to uh, really s- share some tools for others that are, are going through some things with their children. And I went to a great organization yesterday t- called uh, TeleQ, and they provide for veterans 100% free Um, training and schooling in different types of things, whether it's um, a brush up in math or advanced math all the way up to pre-calculus, they also offer that. And uh, also English from beginning to also advanced. And they also do, um, they offer a different variety of different types of things for like, um, learning about Rosetta Stone, and uh, different languages in Rosetta Stone from, I think, Spanish, Mandarin, uh, Japanese, Uh, I forget, I'm not sure if they offer Russian, Italian and German or French. I'll have to go back and look at the different types of uh, languages that they offer. But if you're interested and you happen to be in you know southern california and you're in the la area that's definitely something to check out and if you're a veteran you definitely want to check that out because that's really important for you to go and get those services that you can utilize to get yourself going and get things brushed up before you go and finish your degree or start working towards your degree uh, whether you have a uh, associates or you're, you're working on a bachelor's you're finishing up your bachelor's you're going after your master's or whatever career goals that you're going for um, they can work on trying to help you uh, build that and go for those goals which is kind of exciting for me because I wanted to go back to school but I haven't been since I got my bachelor so that's one of the things I wanted to go back and and share and you know another thing that I wanted to this is just 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 a share today this is just gonna be a heart share which I normally do on the laughing podcast which I got to get back to doing um but I haven't done that in a while so hang on a second okay so yeah this is just gonna be a heart share because I just haven't had a chance to talk to you guys like really about the different services that are always provided and the different things but I will be doing that because I have been going to at least a couple of events Um, one was from uh, Harbor Regional and then another one was given from another organization and I have to remember I think that was um, over at the LA Sparks game they had a lot of different um, resources as well so I want to make sure that I uh, get back to putting out all these resources because there's a lot of people that don't, don't know that they're out there. they don't know how to access them because they don't know they exist. And sometimes you can't you can't do anything if you don't know that there's a program out there that exists. So I, I love to go out and find different resources and I like to try to utilize the resources so that I can say, hey, this resource really does work. It's hundred percent legit. it works. Or saying, yeah, that's kind of, you know, if you want to go to it, that's on you. But they, that organization or that program kind of may not work. So I just want to make sure that I can say from experience if I've gone through the program or if I've gone through whatever it is so that I can be able to give a real honest, 100 percent verifiable um, honest reply to you guys or review. So this is a side note for any veteran who happens to be in California or Southern California even more specifically, but California in general. If you live out here in the California area and you wanna know about some of these benefits and some of these different programs, I'm still searching for more. I continue to search so that um, when I get things in order for myself, that I can really be a help and share some really viable resources that can help people Um, really be self-sufficient and independent of needing any type of government assistance, which is always um, a goal. So with that, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in to God's gift through His Word. And of course, you're listening to Tanika Drake. Not in my normal spot because there's so much echoing in uh, ChildNet in the lobby, but I did want to share a couple of scriptures. And uh, one scripture that I wanted to share is psalm 28 the sixth the sixth verse and it says blessed be the lord because he hath heard the voice of my supplications and then psalm 27 verse 1 the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear the lord is the strength of my life of whom shall i be afraid and you know oftentimes when I read these scriptures and passages, sometimes I don't even have something written down. But today, I, I had written this stuff down like a while back, and I have actually happened to have the book in my purse. <laughs> and uh, so I was able to give you guys some scriptures. So definitely go back and check those out for yourself. And I just want you guys to be encouraged on today. Sometimes we go through a lot of um, challenging, hard things, but... You can do it, you can do it, and I mean do it by you can persevere, you can overcome the challenges and obstacles that happen to be thrown in your way and it's just going to build you up and make you stronger. Sometimes it doesn't feel that way at the time when you're going through, but it definitely is a help. So I wanted to share that with you guys so that you can know um, later on going forward and moving forward to a different, different area that you could do that. So I'm really, really happy and excited about it. So I am going to share as much as I can with you guys. And today's just one of those days where I feel so good and I am thankful. Okay, sorry about that. That was... um, Sometimes I forget to turn off my notifications, but um, classes are gonna be starting for me um, October 1st. So I'm kind of excited because I'm gonna be doing a HTML coding. And I, I'm looking forward to learning how to build a website. Um, Cause you know, they say it's easy to build one, you know, with Wix and Webley and all that stuff. And that might be true, but sometimes I need an, I wanna know a little bit more. About building one from start to finish, and know how to do the front office part and the back office part, and I definitely want to know that so that eventually I can build a website for God's gift through His Word and build a, 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 my own website for the nonprofit eventually. So hopefully, I can get that, you know, as as a plan of action to start doing. And you know, I went when I am gonna start this program on October 1st. You know the lady was like did you tell everybody on your podcast about your stuff i was like oh i talk about a lot of stuff on my podcast but she was saying okay well keep talking about it keep talking about everything that you're doing so you know podcasting is a great way like i've said with the socal podcast explosion to get your message out there get things out there and just put it out there for you know the world to hear and something usually snaps and connects with whoever it is and god always um is on time so I would always um, say, you know, I'm unemployed right now and a disabled vet, but you know what? I, I'm always looking for a flexible position, but sometimes flexibility is not always, always easy to get from certain from certain jobs. And I know they are out there, but some of them are very few and far between where you have a flexible job where you go into an office for maybe an hour or two, Um, maybe even three hours and, you know, your boss or whoever leaves you some tasks to do and then after that you lock up for the day, you're gone, you know, this has that kind of flexibility, not many jobs are like that, so um, I I had found one of those like a long time ago, like in Colorado, where they just needed me to like answer phones and just come in on certain days, you know, and that was going to be really good and flexible and, and it was really good, you know, but of course you have to move and then when you move you kind of lose that opportunity so hopefully it will happen again I, I look for something that I can do that will not take up a lot of time and it will still be you know worth it and be able to help people as well so maybe I could do like helping with you know resources or being someone's support or something like that but if you guys know of anything or you hear anything, you know. Um, Tanika Drake of God's gift through his word. We'll see. Because I think I would like to do an internship, too, at a uh, radio at a radio station. But we'll see with that, too, because you need experience. And you got to be going to college exactly for communication, which, of course, I'm not. I'm working on something else. But I'm really looking forward and excited to starting to go to telecu. Um, and start the HTML coding. I did the math test, the assessment, oh my gosh. I felt like all the cobwebs were falling off <laughs> in my head because of like, how do I do this again? And what is the formula to find this and that? But it's okay, you know, if I gotta go take up some brush up math, you know, I'll do that for, for now. I'm very excited that at least I'm I'm pushing towards, you know, investing in myself again and investing some more um, learning, which I'm going to go back and I'm going to go to school and I'm going to do as much as I can do with all these programs because you can never stop learning. You know, it's always good to learn. And I just finished another program with VYCC, uh, which is uh, the Veterans Youth and uh, I think collaborative coalition and they give you training with OSHA 30 which is safety and the national federation of customer service and also project management which is PMP Uh, so that is great too so I definitely keep going back for more training and more training and and more learning so just I'm gonna never stop learning because I definitely have my own career goals that I am striving to push for so i'm hoping that you guys know when you're doing something that it's all in honor to god even when i'm going to school i want to be able to utilize my information to help others and to really grow my my uh, podcast to share the word with a lot of other people you know so that's my goal but I'm not going to tie you guys up too much I hope you guys will have a very blessed day and thank you for listening to this particular God's gift through his word heart share and I thank you so much for listening and before I go um, I'm going to put this at the end which is now (laughs) I'm going to do some prayer requests because I usually do a prayer in the beginning but I'm going to do a prayer now so let's go ahead and go into prayer and I will get out of here Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, thank you for another day. Lord God, I want to uh, lift up Karen of Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church and uh, also Frida, Sister Frida and Sister Karen. Lord God, you know the details of their situations. You know the details and the ins and outs of their circumstances, Lord. I'm just lifting them up to you right now, Lord God, that you would help them and give them the wisdom and the strength, Lord God, in whatever it is that they are needing, Lord God, and hopefully that they make wise choices for themselves and their families. Lord God, be with them. And Lord, I thank you for Pastor Jay, and I pray for him, Lord God, that you keep him going steady and strong, Lord God, heralding the word and teaching the good news, Lord God, and breaking down old mindsets of things that are not biblical, not scriptural. Lord God, I thank you for it. And Lord, I lift up all the anchor podcasters, Lord God, that are also sharing your word, Lord God, that they would continue to share and not get discouraged, Lord God. And I thank you for each and every one of them. And for each and every listener that tunes in, Lord God, I thank you for Gloria, Lord God, I lift her up in her situation of her illnesses and different things she's going through, and her mother, Mama J. Lord God, be with their family, the entire family, Lord God, and work out the different details in her life, Lord God. I thank you for everyone that has tuned in, and Lord God, may you always be glorified, and may I always put you first in everything that I do, Lord God, and never forget what Jesus Christ has done on the cross. So Lord God, I thank you for it right now. And I count this done in the precious matchless name, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. All right. So you guys have an amazing day. Remember to be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what God has laid on your heart and go out there, take the world by the horns and be kind and shine bright. Forgot Jesus. Talk to you guys later. Bye.
0: You're listening to God's gift through his
2: word
0: with Tanika Drake.
2: Yeah.
0: That's right. It's your girl eternal, and we're right here with Tanika on Anchor. Be encouraged. Sometimes you down, sometimes you up, but all you need is God to fill your cup. Yep. 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 Wait a minute. minute. Who stole the cookie from the cookie jar, man? Look, no matter what I'm going through, it's always going to be God or nothing. You shall receive, seek, and you shall find, knock, and you shall open What, what? gotta look at your ass. You shall receive, seek, and you shall find, knock. Favorite back, oh, you're feeling that? Toss it up and give me that. Let me take us way back. We was young and in the sin, different presidents, same law, same government. They better repent now. Who stole the cookie from the cookie jar? The enemy stole it from my bloodline. Of as you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, in it shall open. What? Got enough? as you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, initial it shall, receive, seek, shall Knock, initial open. What? What? Got enough? Gone, it's going. Gone, it's going. Gone, it's going. Gone. Got enough? Gone, it's going. Gone, it's going. Gone, it's going. Gone. Got enough. Seeking, you shall find. We ain't got much time. We grind, open up your eyes, free yourself from swine, slavery in mind, from the beast of time, Babylon times. Books who keep you blind, entertainment intertwined. push the line just to keep your mind? Huh? Who stole the cookie from the cookie? jar? the enemy stole it from a bloodline. You find, knock, initial it shall open. What? What? Got another to ask? You shall receive, seek, and you shall find, knock, initial it shall open. What? What? Got another Gone? It's going, gone? It's going, gone? It's going.
2: Just want to encourage you this, Pastor Jay. Be encouraged, be blessed, and be at peace. Things are going tough. Things are going to seem kind of screwed up. Just when you think you've made it, something's going to fall. The shoe is going to drop. But guess what? God is on your side. He will never leave you nor forsake you. These are the things that we all should have to count on when we're going through. But as I told you many, many times... You have a bright, awesome future, and you're going to make it to the other side. No matter what, just as things seem to be getting tough, they're going to break through for you because you have what it takes to endure, sustain, and maintain. You are that Proverbs 31 woman. So, smile, keep your nose clean, and go forward into your destiny. Peace.
1: Radio Public, of course, and Spotify.
3: esteemed pleasure to be on the phone with Dr. McAllister and he's going to share some things about his book and some other things that he has that he would like to share with you guys. So good morning, Mr. McAllister. How are you?
4: Doing pretty well.
3: Awesome. So before we get started, I want you to let the people know about your book and what's the title of it?
4: Well, my book is called The Blind Dream Chaser.
3: Okay, so you guys heard that. So what do you talk about in the book specifically?
4: Well, we all have things that we would just love to do, and deep in our hearts, it's just something that just means the world to us or more. And I believe that God has placed things like that in our hearts, and as we follow god and fall in love with god he gives us the power to do those it's um psalm 37 4 delight yourself in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart
3: mm-hmm. and um i got a chance to to preview a little bit of your book, and I was I was reading something, and I know you were talking about um, the different challenges and things that you have had to overcome, uh, whether it be physical and emotional. Do you think um, the scripture in Second Corinthians five eight is very applicable to you?
4: Okay, why don't we? Um, uh, that's the one we walk by faith and not by sight. Yes. Well, actually, um it, it's applicable in any unique way because of course I understand what it means to um walk a visa not very side I often will I'm totally blind, I often will hold someone's arm as we walk down the road and I don't see what comes next, but they do and I know by how they move what happens and I mean with with God, we don't exactly see everything directly, although we have a sense of things because we're close to Him and mm-hmm. we know what we kind of know what He's doing, but we don't totally know what He's doing. And we have to learn to trust, and sometimes that's difficult if our trust has been broken, which means we've been bullied and other things that actually are difficult to trust anybody because you learn, you learn that you can't trust your family's divorce, you can't trust them, they beat you up at school, you can't trust them. Who do you mm-hmm. got? And it's even hard to trust God or, or any anyone because you know, God allowed this. So and that that's what is often very difficult. And as we learn to trust the small things, we trust the bigger things, and then and then we can let like God work great miracles to us because we've learned to trust um, in everything.
3: Okay. So, um, Dr. McAllister, you you just um, touched on a little bit of something, and I wanted to just touch on it very briefly and you spoke a little bit about um, bullying and uh, I went to an event just this weekend so it was um, we were talking about cyberbullying. Could you expound just a little bit about bullying and and how that can affect um, children and people um, that have to deal with this at school?
4: Well I I always say bullying is a sin Um, and Jesus says in Matthew 25, whatever you do to the least of these you do to him. So whenever someone is beating somebody up or picking on someone else at, at school, they're actually picking on Jesus. And that will that will eventually become a, a more serious issue. Um, the things that kids do at school, well, okay, try, think about this. Um you, you go to you go to one of your coworkers at work and you um pull his pants down and throw a bunch of stuff at him and call him a bunch of names. What's going to happen to you? You're going to get sued. You're going to lose your job. You're going to go to jail. Right. And yet we let kids get away with this at school. Now, I the thing I always wonder with this is if school is supposed to prepare you for the real world, in the real world, those things don't really happen to you. I mean, they might, but they, they really don't. Most mm-hmm. grown-ups don't have to worry about somebody pantsing them at work or or throwing them down and somebody standing in their mouth or whatever you don't have to worry about that usually at work and if you do you call the police you, you know, whatever like we got stuff you can do right so this is not the real world. This is so, kids do these things to each other. That we're not preparing for the real world. We're preparing them for a fantasy world where they think they get away with anything that they can do. And then you wonder why we have this problem of people in society going around and doing horrible things to each other. Mm-hmm. We need um arrest this at school. I didn't even have kids. I'm guilty. in my book even even sexual bullying where kids will take advantage of others sexually and molest each other right in class. And I mean, it's horrible what we allow people to do and we wonder why these things happen in the real world with sexual harassment, other things Um, well, we've taught them
3: in school to do it Hmm. (sighs) do you think, um, Dr. McAllister for um, I don't know why I'm on this tangent right now but do you think for bullying that they're are more things that, not just the school, but parents can do as well, whether they have the child that is being bullied or the person who might be the parent of the um, aggressing party to help alleviate that within the schools, the bullying? I
4: believe the responsibility is about 99% in the adults. Mm. A lot of times kids don't realize what they're doing. The mob effect case control. People don't realize that there is a father them, for they know not what they're doing sense to a lot of this. That's where it is the place for the adults, the, the parents of, of everybody, the school, um, to not allow certain things and to have good discipline and good education so that children realize what they're doing to each other. And that's only going to come from good adult. Leadership. I really hold adults more responsible for what happens to me. Um, yeah, some of the kids. As I got older, some of them were problems. And by the way, this is not simply talking about public school. I was actually bullied more fiercely in religious schools.
2: Oh wow.
3: So the church also played a part, also with their type of bullying as well.
4: Yeah, and the part a lot of a lot of times it was played was negligence, um, not not getting involved not to, yeah there were some times when, when people did this stand-up um and we had a problem with uh because i couldn't use the regular uh combination locks after p.e you know, to, to deal with getting getting and retrieving my clothing after we changed i just had to set my clothes on top Something and hope that they'd be there afterward and, and the guys would hide them. And now, really the first time it was actually kind of funny and if they took him then I'm like, where are my clothes, where are my pants? And they just they threw them at me, threw them over my shoulder. And here they are, you know, okay. That would've actually been kind of fun. I think I would've had a good laugh. And like, all right, that's cute. Mm-hmm. The problem is they, they wouldn't return them and they kept doing it every day. Finally, a female teacher threatened to storm the locker room and get them. That kind of got them to change their mind a little bit. But I mean, the thing is I shouldn't have had to deal with that at all. And that was mm-hmm. actually at a Christian school.
3: Now that that poses a a big problem because they should be at at this school you would believe that they would have these principles and ways to be to treat each other as you would want to be treated but apparently they they were not doing that.
4: I mean we actually have measurable evidence of what this did to me. I I, I actually have something I can actually prove. Um, when I was in Eighth grade, we did one of those trust falls where you know, the kids line up in two lines and you fall back and they catch you, and you know, so on. Mm-hmm. I had no problem actually doing it in eighth grade. In tenth grade, same, pretty much same group of kids, and I was asked to do that. We all had to do that again, and I could not do it. I, I knew intellectually they catch me. I'd gone bungee jumping several months earlier, so I didn't have any problem falling. Mm-hmm. But I just got sick to my stomach. I I didn't want to be that close to these people that had hurt me that much. And that's actually measurable, because it's the same, the same, very same incident. Same people, four years later, and I suddenly couldn't trust them. And I knew, I mean, they caught me four years before it wasn't an issue. There was no intellectual problem at all. And I knew the teacher wouldn't let anything really bad happen. Um, so this shows what this does. And this, I go into this book because it, I tell my story and in each chapter, I, I give tips on how to chase your dreams. And I know bullying is something that, that stifles dreams and keeps people from being able to follow their dreams.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And this needs to be addressed Um, as something that that really does keep people from being able to rise to their full potential.
3: You know what, Dr. McAllister, you're so right because I think um, because I have children, I have four, and one of my daughters and I know it happens, all of this has happened to me but I have to be extremely sensitive to what's going on with the schools and the peers because some of the children can be more than just um, hurtful, harmful, as you have, used, have shared too. And just one thing that she would do, just like drawing, and someone come over and start, you know, harassing her about her drawing looks terrible and stuff. And then now she's feeling um, unhappy and even thoughts of suicide start to run through her mind, which is just, it really it really bothers me so much with this bullying. And Dr. McAllister, I know you've, you, you have really overcome through so many challenges. It really just makes me take, gives me some comfort that that you going through this and being able to overcome it, you can speak to others, that they can still yet chase their dreams even though there are people trying to throw these obstacles and trying to bully out the dreams that have been placed inside them. For, for the Lord to, for them to share with the world that they can, can continue to get their dreams and keep going. Um, what do you speak to that for those who still have these dreams and they, they feel that they can't really do it because these people are just, you know, bothering so much, they, they don't know how to step out and go and chase those dreams they have.
4: I would tell people to start with something small. I have a, a chapter which I talk about falling in love with my wife. And I started to realize that I just needed more faith. I needed to believe that God would actually do something like this for me. It's just asking God to do something like just give me a, a one hour conversation with someone this evening. I was living in the dormitory and preparing to do my PhD, um, and there wasn't a whole lot of people. There were a whole lot of people to talk to. And that night, um, in that summer when there wasn't a lot of people in the dorm, I ended up finding someone and I ended up talking to him for about an hour, and the next time I claimed a two-hour conversation, and that happened exactly. And pretty soon I, I claimed that by Christmas of that year, which was the year 2000, I'd be in a really promising relationship with the woman I'd be marrying. And two weeks before Christmas, Sally actually told me she loved me, and we started courting and fell in love and got married nine months later, and we've been married now for um, almost 18 years. Oh, wow. So I tell you how to do these things. You're single, you, know, you can find someone. I tell you how to do it. Um, I even tell you how to um, execute the idea of remaining chaste until marriage and abstaining from sex until marriage. I tell you how to do it, not just that you're supposed to do that. I tell you how to actually execute that. Because that's something that's often missing. Is We don't tell people how to do that. We just tell them you're supposed to. And then they, they commit to it, they mess up, and they think everything's all
3: lost um i'll tell you how to do it okay doctor. so i'm gonna pluck your brain a little bit so when you talk because i was reading a little bit of the love story and it was very beautiful but you just struck another chord with remaining chaste we are supposed to be remaining celibate for those who already let that that barn out open that door how do you go and start at least maintaining that kind of celibacy until you find the right one that God has had for you for marriage.
4: I go into a lot of a lot of things. A lot of it really involves planning and both people talking when it's our dating relationship, you, you talk, you set your boundaries, you figure out what you can handle what you can't handle, you know, what's gonna tempt you too much and, and we're all different on that. Um, I do believe in in touch and relationships. In fact I believe that it's essential for people to have physical contact but that actually that actually fills you up in that area, so you're less likely to do things that you shouldn't be doing. Uh, you know, holding hands, things like that, put your arm around the person. I actually believe that's very good because we're, we're created to touch. If you don't do any touch at all, you're actually going to be more kind of becoming someone who doesn't eat and then they, they run for the nearest greasy spoon and eat 50 hamburgers. Um, you're actually more likely to do okay if you have some good, healthy contact. Um, but I, I am really a believer in what I often refer to as passive chaperoning. Um, you don't like the idea of having somebody sit with you all the time when you, when you're dating somebody and telling you what to do and controlling you that, that we're not into that, but <laughs> the idea of what I call passive chaperoning, that, that is where you're in a place and maybe there's somebody at a desk, um, reading something, um, you know, like at a desk in the dormitory or something like that. They're doing some work reading and they're the only ones in the room with you and they're not really watching you or criticizing you, but you know they're there, and you're not gonna do anything really inappropriate because you know someone else is in the room. But they're not hovering over you. Maybe you're in kind of a semi-private area uh, in, 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 a, in a, a building, you know, and there's people walking through, passing by in a breezeway or something like that nearby. So I mean, you're not gonna do anything you shouldn't be doing but yet you still have some privacy. You can still have some fun. Um, I actually tell people, um, don't just put yourself in bad situations. <laughs> I say, uh, sitting alone in, in a parked car out in the middle of nowhere is, is kind of just asking for temptation. You have to plan. A lot of it is really planning and proper planning, wise planning. Um, if you really want to, do. it's very beautiful. It seems a bit old fashioned, but there's a beautiful thing about having someone that's Exclusively for you, and waiting until the right moment. Sex bonds people in ways you can't imagine. That. There's medical studies. There's there's chemicals that are given off in the brain um, that that bond people together, and we start playing with those chemicals at, at the wrong time. It's it's dangerous. It, but. If we're in a good relationship with someone and we're committed, we're going to spend the rest of our life with the person. We can do things that you cannot even imagine doing. It's it's a very powerful. It's very powerful, and we don't realize the power of of what we're playing with when we're getting into premarital sex. Um, we people don't realize the power, and if you do things right the way God intended, it it may be hard at times, but. It's, it's a marathon that's worth running and the prize, the finish line, the trophy is more than worth it. And if you mess up, well, do the best you can, pick it up, do the best you can afterward. Um, it, it's, I say, the idea of you have a, a sunset you want to look at and there's a semi-truck kind of blocking part of it. And so you say, oh, forget it, I'll just go indoors, not see the sunset. No, there's a semi-truck, but you can still see most of the sky. So, at least look at most of the sunset. So if you've messed up, if you've had sex before marriage, you, you, know, it, you, you don't have to give up everything. If you can still enjoy the sunset, there might, be, there might be a truck in the way part of it, but there's still a good sunset up there you can watch and enjoy what you can. God's forgiving. He'll set you up in the right place and you can, you can still do what, what is right.
3: Oh wow, that, that is so encouraging and I think some people forget that. I know that th- that maybe most of the believers know that God is forgiving, but sometimes they beat themselves up so much like, oh my gosh, I totally, I missed the bar. I missed it. I missed it. And then they just start going after themselves in such a horrible way. But like you were sharing that God understands that and you have to You know, you definitely have to ask him for forgiveness and repentance and just start again and don't just give up and like it's over. Everything's totally ruined. You know, I think that's another thing that you um, really share and you give people encouragement and inspiration. So I I was reading a little bit about um, the different things that you have um, experience, and I came across this unique word, and I'm not really sure what it does, so I wonder if you could tell people uh, what a dictaphone is, or a
1: dictaphone?
4: Oh, uh, yeah, it actually, this isn't extremely significant in my life, but um, it's a kind of a foot pedal that, that you use, that transcriptionists used to, to type, and, and, and as you hold the pedal down, it plays the words, and then when you lift the pedal up, it stops playing so you can type. And listen, uh, the the reason why I mention it in my book is I had some difficulty with taking typing in school, and, and and noticing some of the you know the, the typing textbook is really difficult to to understand. Uh, the, the way the special education system, the people are great, the system is shot. As with all government systems, and I know if, if I had a dictaphone title, who knows what, if, if it would have been easier. It um, it actually not that significant so a part of my book, but um, you know hey, why not? Still fun to know about. I do have pictures, though, of actual machines that, like this um, um, TV screen right before I lost my vision, the television screen, the, it, it magnifies your schoolwork and puts it on the screen so you can actually see um, what you're doing a lot larger. You don't have to slouch over your desk. Uh, and I had one of those when I was in um, elementary school. I actually had one at school, and, and my father bought me one at home. I, I saw different Braille apparatuses that I used, like, like the uh, Slayton and Stylus and the uh, Braille Writer. Um, and I show what those look like and how you use them in my brain. I show some of the laptops that have Braille displays and you can actually feel electronically produced Braille, um, with magnetic pins. And I show that. I show all kinds of machines. I was doing my PhD to become the first blind PhD in Hebrew Bible. Um, I had a, a machine that would take Hebrew Braille or take Hebrew and put it into a form of Braille that I could read. Um, on the computer so I could do my classes and study those ancient languages that people never even heard of before.
3: Well, that's super unique. I would would never know that somebody could do all that. (laughs) That's a lot. So, I wanted to know, Dr. McAllister, do you think that now that you have put your book out, and there's so many things that you have done, do you see that you're able to trust God more despite the challenges that you've had to go through?
4: Well, I I think what we learn is to trust God because of our challenges not in spite of our challenges. Mm. Um, As I do, they they teach in, in judo and martial arts, where you use your opponent's strength to bring him or her down. They're coming at you and, and you see them leaning forward a little bit, so you just help them the rest of their way down to the mat.
0: Um, mm. <laughs>
4: principle of self-defense. And mm. that thing we learn to do is that life, the devil, however you want to interpret um, things, those are just obstacles at you. And you learn to use them as stepping stones. I went to this college, when I was in college, I had all these steps everywhere. People ask me, How do you navigate? And like, hey steps are landmarks. I know right where I am all the time. Mm-hmm. It's one funny shaped step. There's only one place where there is on this campus I know right where I am all the time.
2: Mm.
4: So you learn how to use the, the obstacles you have to... Um, to actually to, to guide you um, where you're supposed to go and I was becoming the first blind certified doula a male doula, b- birth assistant learning to assist women in childbirth after i had already become a massage therapist because no one would hire me full time in the church for with my PhD um, I, I mean, no, noticed that nobody really took me seriously in, in the church um, for doing this so like, what's this blind guy doing wanting to do this but I reached out to the homeless called the area homeless shelter and said hey I'm doing this is there any homeless women? that would be interested in having somebody help them with their birth, because um, they don't have anybody to sit with them. And I had like three people really quickly that were like, yeah, sure, we'll work with them. And I, I was able to help them. And so God led me through the obstacle of the church not taking the seriously. He led me to people that really needed me, the homeless. And I've always really wanted to make a difference for the homeless. And so I could do something that these people that were a little more liberal, they weren't as parochial as the church. They cared about just having less pain. And this guy wants to help, and they're like, okay, fine, I don't really have anybody else who's going to sit with me, so you know what, look at this guy, I try, and I was able to experience the miracle of birth, which is why I did it. Um, Turning 40, didn't have any kids, wanted to experience the miracle of birth, and I got that, and they got to know that they they could make a difference for me, and I could make a difference for them, and we all felt like we were satisfied afterward. And it's the way God led me through the obstacles, and and that's something that God taught me with that, is that He'll lead you by the obstacles to exactly where... He knows you can fulfill those dreams that He put in your heart.
3: Mm, so that sounds like um, one of the scriptures that always talks about that He will be a lamp unto your feet and be able to direct your path. And while I was um, listening to you, you provide so much. You you do so much with um with all that you've gone through, you just, you just do so much. Like God is using you in such a way that I don't know that if anybody had any kind of challenges and they got a chance to listen to you, that there should be nothing that they really cannot do to trust God to do in their life if they really like depend on Him. So um, we're getting close to wrapping up. I wanted to ask you, um, are there some Um, encouragement or something inspirational that you can tell people that find themselves in some really hard um, places and they just don't think that God is with them anymore. They think God has like left them and they're going through like some really charged, really hard obstacles right now.
4: I'm going to say something that's very hard for people to hear unless you've walked through the darkness that some of us have had to walk through. Sometimes we have to learn to forgive God. Um, forgiveness is not for the other person, it's for us. It, it's for you and me. It's for those of us that have been hurt to let go of, of the pain and just stop attacking and, and just start receiving healing. And sometimes when something really bad happens to me, you know, the Almighty in many ways, okay, he could have stopped it and he didn't. So, you know, that hurts. Okay. And I've watched a few times in my life when I've had to learn to forgive God. And just say, well, God, I do not understand why you allow this. This is totally wrong. If I were running the universe, I mean, I know right from wrong. I wouldn't do this. Okay. And sometimes we have to just say, okay, I'm just going to forgive you, God, and move on. I I have to just, I have to stay. You're the only, you're all I've got, and you're going to make things work. And I don't understand this. We all have relationships with people where we have to forgive them. We don't understand everything. Look at grief. God's bigger than us. We're not going to understand everything that goes on. And sometimes you have to just forgive God and press on. And he tries only be he's been molested a lot, or You know, it's horrible. And we we have to just forgive God. Yeah, God did allow it. Um, he also took responsibility on the cross by bearing all the sin on the planet for us. Just means He took the worst of it. Um, but still, we had to we had to move on. And. That's the only way to decide is just, just, just to let go and just say, look, oh, God, I don't understand why this happened, and this is wrong, and I still think you did wrong, but I'm going to forgive you and move on.
3: Okay. So do you also think that sin played a huge, a huge part of why things happen in this world?
4: Oh, yeah, I totally mm-hmm. believe that. But I also believe that God is responsible. Um, it doesn't mean it's his fault. He's responsible. He created Adam and Eve to make choices, and they made the wrong choice. God took responsibility by saying, I will come and die for you. And so he took the worst of the pain. God is responsible for everything that happens. Um, I don't believe that he causes everything, but I believe that he, that he, is, he is responsible. Um, just as the leader of a company is responsible for what goes on in the company, even if the leader didn't actually do it, he's responsible for it. And God is responsible for everything that happens to us. And you know that that that's good and bad, but that does mean that if we if someone is angry at God for something that happens to them, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. He's responsible. He he allowed it. He didn't stop it. He's responsible. If you need to be angry with somebody, be angry with God. But don't hide in that anger. Go to him with it. Talk to him with it release it to him. He will heal you. He'll help you through it. He's not, he doesn't have a problem with it. He's big enough to handle your anger. So if you're angry at God for something to happen to you, go to him and face it with him. And he will walk with you through that and give you the healing that you need.
2: Hmm.
3: So that also sounds like one of those uh, passages out of Romans where it says that all things work together for the good of those who have been called according to its purpose. So we know that even when bad things happen in our lives, that God is going to work it out for those who are called by him. Even if they're bad, they will still work out for our good. Yeah, and
4: I say that because I say that God is a really big genius, and he knows how to make everything work right. Otherwise, things would be... A mess down. The other thing is the Psalms. The Psalm people say, God, you know, why did you forget I me? Mean, know God didn't forget, but yet we feel that way, and we can go to God with those feelings. The Psalms are filled with feelings that aren't really theologically correct, um, but yet real to the heart, and God helps us through those times when we think God's left us, abandoned us, forgotten us. If we come to God with those feelings, then we praise God afterward. We say, God, I, I'm going to praise you anyway. We will see God work miracles through us. And that is where we realize how much he really loves us and how much we can count on him at any time.
3: All right. Well, thank you, Dr. McAllister, for your time. But before, before we say goodbye, I want people to know where they can get your book. If you're on any social media, any websites, let them know how they can reach out to you and connect with you.
4: All right. My book, The Blind Dream Chaser, Um is available on a number of places that people would want to get it from on the internet. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and it's in the both hard copy print, um, it's also in the Kindle ebook and also in the uh, Nook book at Barnes and Noble. There's other places where you can find it. Um, around for the title, I did some good reviews of the book on the internet. Um, I am on Facebook. I have a group called The Blind Dream Chaser in which we talk about chasing your dreams, any dreams. We also talk about disability issues. I go through a lot of things. I I tell you a lot of things about being blind that people have never even thought of. And we talk about disability issues on on the Facebook group and how to deal with some of the funny things that happen to us and some of the funny things that non-disabled people do thinking they're helping us when they're actually making things worse. Um, And we go into these things, how how to deal with them. Um, And there's there's a lot of places where people can can find me out about the book and look at ways of exploring how they can chase the dreams that they have.
3: All right, Dr. McAllister. Well, you guys heard what he, he shared. He told you where you guys can find his book. So please do go out and get it. It is a lot and has a lot of material in it and has a lot that he shares. So definitely a good read to definitely check out for this book and as well as his Facebook group, as you guys have just heard. So I hope that you guys will get in contact with Dr. McAllister and look forward to being a part of his group and let him help you trace your dreams as well. So Dr. McAllister, thank you so much for giving me some of your time this morning and I hope we get to talk to you again soon. Dr. McAllister yeah I'm still here oh okay I was I was saying I hope we get to talk to you again soon and I wanted to thank you for coming on the show today
4: well it was fun being here and God's always blessed us with all kinds of wonders that we can't even imagine
3: well thank you so much you guys have a blessed motivated day and I will talk to you again soon take care
4: Just that to take care of that. Um, Cause I'll go ahead and let you go then.
3: Okay, Dr. Mel Calster, have a great one.
4: All right. If you can send me a, a file of, of, a, of a, or a link to download. it.